Hey, yo, we back at it again. It's your boy Ray. Ray Ray's podcast live from the ninth floor of Hello Studios, beautiful downtown Dallas. Thank you for tuning in today. Ain't nobody told you they love you today. You know, I love you. I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Uh, continue to like, subscribe, follow us on all of our uh, all of our channels. Go to YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, RayRay'sPodcast.com. Wherever you like to follow and watch us, please subscribe and like, comment. That means the world, all right? And, you know, I want to pour back to y'all and give back to y'all. If you're maybe having a bad day, bad week, bad month, bad minute, bad hour, let's reset that right now, okay? So I want everyone, you know, get confident, get your Birdman swag on, rub your hands real quick. You know, look yourself in the mirror, point to yourself, you know, and just, just follow these words, you know. Just in case nobody told you today, you're beautiful, you're loved, you're needed, you're alive for a reason. Hey, you're stronger than you think. You're going to get through this. See, here on my show, Ray Ray's Podcast, I'm glad you're alive and don't give up, you know. You know, keep saying positive words of yourself. You know, it's going to be like autopilot. When tough situations arise, you're going to go back to those words like, you know what, I am who I say I am. You are who you say you are. And just remember that, all right? Cool. I got a special guest co-host in the building. Who I got in the building? Say what's up to the people. Who's in the building? Hey, everybody. It's Queen Cavo, a.k.a. Alexis Cavo. Hey, What's hey. up? Hey, y'all saw her a couple of weeks ago on Ray Ray's podcast. If you haven't seen it, after this video, go back and watch that. Go all right? watch it. Let's go. You know, you know, it's a really dope episode. It was great. Good Informative stuff. episode. It was really personal. Mental um, health. I, I really appreciated that episode. Yeah. But you brought somebody today. Yeah. Talk to us who you brought to. Yeah, yeah. So I brought the CEO of Assure Source Counseling. His name is Nick Inahosa. There you go. And uh, yeah, I, I, you know, we talked about a lot about mental health last week. So I figured, hey, I asked Ray, I, I need to bring Nick up here so we can talk about what we've got going on in Dallas. So yeah, right. here we are. Well, welcome. Welcome. Appreciate you, fam. Thank you for pulling up to my spot, Ray Ray's podcast. Hey, Honored well, to have hey, you. One, you got a dope spot. So I appreciate, so that, appreciate that. Appreciate uh, that. Queen Cavo, obviously, thanks for having me as well. <laughs> yeah. We've been talking a lot about mental health. This is a space that is widely open for everybody. And I love that we're talking about it. Dude, I watched multiple of your videos over the past week. The one thing I love is that you start off everything with a word of affirmation. And uh, the fact that we're able to be a little bit more humble about that, be more open, it's dope. And that's just going to open the door for these conversations. So can't wait to kick it off with you. Man, I, I really appreciate that. That means a lot uh, hearing that. Um, I do it, you know, because I know sometimes I deal with personal stuff. So if I'm dealing with stuff, I know other people have to be dealing with things too. And, you know, for me, you know, when I say stuff, you know, as far as even of writing things, if I have goals, I'll write it down. Eventually those goals become reality because I've written them down. Yeah, I set them there in the, in the universe. I manif I manifested by writing it. Okay, there's a lot of things that have happened that I wrote down, and just realized, oh my god, I did write that down and it happened. Like perfect example. One time I was like, I'm I'm get a nice website for my you know for my show. I had wrote that down. Months later, I had a website. Mm -hmm. So it's just little small mm -hmm. things when you write stuff down. It's, I don't know. There's just a power in writing. They always yeah. say you know the pen is mightier than a sword. So I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but like but like when did that light bulb click for you though? Like okay, so where were you at in your journey where it was like was I 22, was I 23? And and I think an important piece of that is the journey's never too late to like that light bulb click. Yeah. Where were you when that light bulb clicked that I need to start tracking this stuff. I need to start writing and manifesting these things into reality. Mm, yeah. Man, question. that exact moment, I I can't tell you the exact moment. 
all I know is I've always been taught, you know, vision boards before it became a popular thing, you know. I just remember, you know, being in church, you know, you know, set a vision board. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, my parents were doing vision boards a long, long time ago and yeah. You know, a lot of stuff they're still trying to work out. You yeah. know, hey, you can't get your vision board overnight. You know, it's sometimes it, some mm-hmm. things take time to happen, but really yeah. is when, when you have a goal, and say, for instance, for me personally, like I write stuff down and I put it in my mirror. Mm-hmm. So when I look at myself every day, I'm seeing those goals and things I want to obtain. So that's in my mind, it's going back to, hey, you got to get that. You still got to get that. You haven't got that done yet. Mm-hmm. It's not cross off that checklist. So that's my, in my mind, it's like, okay, we got work to do. Reminder. Yeah, and that sets your mindset for the day. It sets your mindset for the day. Every single day when you wake up, yeah. it's right there. It's Whatever you do with the first few minutes of your day is going to set your day. Absolutely. Okay? So, yeah. like, what are you listening to to start your day? Are you listening to something positive or something negative? Yeah. So if you listen to some aggressive, I'm going to stump your ass out music <laughs> when you start the day. Hey, nuck if you buck, right? Yeah. Uh, Somebody, the first person to say something wrong to you, like, say, man, bro, I <laughs> nuck if you buck on you. Man. Uh, hey, what, okay, what's your favorite song when you wake up in the morning? Mine, Nipsey, Motivation. Mm. Nipsey, bro, he get me going. Lighten, that, lighten gotta, that sage. I don't know. I got to say uh, Meek Mill, Dreams and Nightmares is okay. probably one. Um, I'm about to tell it on myself real quick. So my alarm when I wake up is this song by uh, Wale and Jamie Foxx called Dearly Beloved. Wait, wait. Wale and Jamie Foxx got a song together? You yeah. capping. I, I promise. We'll talk about it later. What? It was, it's more of a Jamie Foxx sample that Wale turned right. into a song. but ooh, ooh, ooh. It's called Dearly Beloved. You got to check it out if you ever heard it. It's, uh, okay. it's, it's, it's got some personal things to me. I'll let y'all hear that later. But, yeah. Um, but you know, you know, this is it's not about me. This is about you. Okay. Mm-hmm. You the man of the hour right now. We... we here to talk about you okay so let, let's talk about it you know i want you to take me on a journey okay okay you got some time we got some time we got some time <laughs> i ain't got a lot of time but I, we got some time <laughs> all right uh first off let's, let's do a cheers appreciate y'all coming hey, up cheers, you know? baby. Cheers. thank y'all so much for coming up um let's take us on a journey all right so you did with mental health right mm-hmm. okay so there had to be something in your life that made you like hey i need to help people that are dealing with mental health issues, either something personal or you know someone, family was dealing with something with mental health issues. So what got you to where you're at now? You can go as far back as you want to. Man. Get me to where we're at now, all right? So, so yeah, I, I love that question because uh, it is a journey, right? So it starts with a foundation. Man, when I was young, the foundation started very quickly. Strong mom, strong dad. They gave me tools and skills that stick with me till to this day. My pops, that was straight up work ethic, preparation. You're going to work your butt off no matter what. Man, when I was little, I was playing sports growing up. Every summer, my dad used to make me document every day. What did you do today to get better, right? My dad taught me that work ethic. My mom, man, she's a wildcat. <laughs> she, 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 she's, a, she's like Brett Favre, man. She's a gunslinger. Shoots from the hip, gift the gab, talk her way through a snowstorm. So my mom gave me that. Uh, the ability to not be shy. Yeah. Uh, so the journey started there, man, and getting a strong foundation with my family. Man, uh, all that gave me the ability and the, the the opportunity to go to college in Iowa. Man, and that right there shaped me because I came from very humble background in the streets, like learning how to hustle and get it, and then going to compete in a Harvard type of setting in college. Like I graduated with 2.1. 
Mm. I made more money now than motherfuckers graduated with a 4.0. Yeah. yeah. Because of that, what we kind of talked about earlier, that chameleon, like, right? The ability to speak to your audience, understand where you come from. So I had that. And then where I went to school, that sharpened up my skills, right? It gave me the ability to present, the ability to, like, understand yeah. when you walk in that boardroom, how does that work? Yeah. How to talk to them, right? So, so that was then. Man, I jumped into the workforce and I learned very quickly, man, it was all about people. It's all about people. Relationships that you build and meeting people like Gavo. I've told I've told her this a hundred times. Like I strategically recruited her to the company. Like like I was tapping into her because I knew who she is. Yeah. And you hire people like this ten times, you're gonna be able to grow a company. Like point blank period. Uh so, man, I started navigating through that stuff, and, man, here we are. Yeah. So, that's, that's, that's really dope. Take me to the story, okay? You said, you know, you met her, okay? How did y'all meet, and how did you get her <laughs> aboard? <laughs> yeah, that's a funny story. Yeah, so, uh, uh, I actually met her through a mutual friend. Okay. I met her through a mutual friend. Um, not going to go into details of the backstory <laughs> of that, but uh, I met her through a mutual friend, and... You know, I'm 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 seeing things. I'm in Atlanta for four years. I'm on a hiatus. Like yeah. I left Dallas. I'm in my I'm in Atlanta for four years, and I'm seeing Cabo. I'm seeing what she's doing. I never worked in mental health. Like I've only been in mental health for a year and a half of my career now, right? So get recruited here, and I'm I'm watching her, and I'm like, okay, like this is like the the angle that I need. Like this is the way that I should start approaching the business, from like the way that she manages her Instagram, like the following, the brand that she's building. I'm like, this is a big key. So my initial thing was like, let me pick her brain. Yeah, I, I need to get some young cats that can come in and help me build. Like, Kava, what you got? And it's a funny story. I didn't never even thought this was gonna happen. Yeah, she calls me out of nowhere, like a couple <laughs> weeks later, maybe a month later, and she was like, "I want to work with you guys." I was like, "Wait, what? You want to work with us?" And uh, then it was just like, boom. Yeah. Yeah. Lights, camera, action, man. Yeah. yeah. I was I was in Greece and I had my epiphany over there. I I work a lot. I work my butt off. I I do so many different things, um, but I do everything everything that I do. I'm passionate about, yeah. and so I love it. So it doesn't always feel like work, but it's work. Um, and so I I went on a vacation that I knew that I needed. And so while I was on vacation, I had some time to think because I'm not moving so fast. And so while I was over there, I was like, okay, I do. I do see the potential that this business has because I get counseling through another company, which is the competitor. And I was going through some things whenever I got, before I, I moved over and, and started helping out a sure source. And, um, yeah, I was, I was working with their competitor for myself. I was using their therapy and he told me about the company and how it works um, which it is, it's like an online telehealth counseling service. And so I was like, this, this already exists, but if it's local here and I can be a part of it and it's growing there, the, there's so much opportunity there. So I made the decision while I was there in Greece, literally like laying on a, a yacht <laughs> in the middle of, I don't even know what Island I was on. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and I was like, it, it's probably a good idea. Like you're already in the mental health field, I'm growing a business still. Like my business, Paragon, is it's growing and it's doing amazing things. Um, but you know, I'm it's me, it's just me, and like I I, I got to make an income. And so multiple streams, like 
go for it. Go do it. I've read it in books. So like if you yeah. can do it and you feel like you have the capacity to do it, do it. So do it. I, I went ahead and I gave Nick a call as soon as I got back and I was like, all right, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> Jumped Man, in. I mean, and y'all need to talk about this at one point. Like the ability to manage multiple sources of income is not easy. It's not. Yeah. Right. Because I, I watch her. Like I, I see her, right? Like eight to five grinding, doing her job. And then I'll be leaving the office and she's like, yeah, I'll be here till nine tonight. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, like burning it on, like people want success, but it's like, do you really see like what goes on behind the scenes of success? Like yeah. if you really want that money, you really want that dough, yeah. you really want to make that happen. How do you actually do that? Yeah. It's, it's sweat equity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweat equity. You got to put that in. Yeah. For yeah. sure. For sure. I'll hail the queen. I held a queen. Oh, held a queen. Cheers to that. <laughs> hey, Cheers. glory to God. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Amen. Amen to that. One hundred percent. Because without God, we are nothing. Uh, I would not have the energy. I, I literally wake up and pray and say, "Use me." Yeah. Because if not, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to do it. There you go. So let's let's talk about it. You know, I think I asked. You know, I asked her this question when I had her in the podcast. What do you do to keep your mental in check? Because. You know, you're dealing with other people's mental and helping them with their mental. What do you do to keep your mental in check? And you're managing the staff, too. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, man. I mean, over the last couple of months, has been a transition. Mm-hmm. And one, I, I told her this the other day, work, work-life balance. If, if you love what you do, it should kind of intertwine. Yeah. Right? So, like, that, that is one thing. Like, I, I don't feel that stress or anything when I'm working because I, I genuinely care about what I do because I'm starting to focus on the people. Yeah. When I focus on Alexis, when I focus on Matt, Christian, my team, that gives me motivation every day to want to work. I love it. Um, but other than that, I got I to gotta play with my great Dane Rico. I got to get my cuddle times. <laughs> um, I, I got to be able to have a good relationship with my family. So like being able to communicate with my mom, my dad, being able to have a healthy relationship with my girlfriend, like that gives me that balance, yeah. right? Like it brings me back down to earth. Like you think about your why, why, why am I doing this? Like, why am I getting up every morning? Why am I stressed? Like, well, where is this coming from? At the end of the day, I try to just zone, zone things out at certain points at a time and focus back on the things that I know love me back. Mm-hmm. Like that I know like Rico needs me every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's my buddy, man. That's my buddy. She, she'll see if you all he's hop a on huge my, great day. If you hop on my Instagram, you'll see. I bring him to the office every time. He's taller than me. Oh, he's taller than me too. That's not saying much. <laughs> uh, but but being able to go back to those the my mom, my dad, my girlfriend, my family, like that that always kind of just balances everything out for me. It's tranquility. We also have a clinical director and her name is Gail. Shout out Gail. And she is a uh, LCSW, which is a licensed clinical social worker. So you kind of get some perks whenever you're working it with counselors. So I know Nick, you've 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 oh been blessed gosh. to be able to talk with her it's and a, vent. And well, not not only that, yo, check this out. So whenever I uh, I move here, I'm I I had a I had a house, I had an acre land in in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I moved with a Great Dane. No apartments will take a great dane yeah like you can't just move into an apartment with a great dane so talking about the perks of having my licensed clinical social worker like she wrote me a an esa letter so an emotional support animal letter so that way rico can live in my apartment that yeah. was so dope i just moved here i was like gail can you help me with this and and the funny thing was gail said nick she's 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 a little older 
And she's like, Nick, I'm not just going to write you a letter. Code of ethics. Yeah. So she freaking gave me a therapy session and I'm over here crying. I'm like, I'm crying at the end of it. I'm like, oh my God. She's like, yeah, you need that dog. (laughs) She's like, you need that dog. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, that's a, that's the, that was definitely one perk. Yeah. Okay. So what is, uh, what are some things that you notice that when someone is talking to you, like, you know, I have this going on, how are you able to diagnose, diagnose, you know, hey, you may suffer from this or this is the things you're dealing with. How, how do you do that? I mean, so to be transparent with you, I'm not a clinician. Mm-hmm. I'm not a clinician. But I mean, if, if you go back through the behaviors, like, okay, bad sleep schedule, mm-hmm. uh, people that are just like inconsistent with their behaviors, you, you can pick up on that stuff. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I pick up on things like that about myself. I pick up on things about that, like about my teammates. Uh, but I'm not a clinician, right? So, so my job with AssureSource is to create a platform where my team can give these counselors to people that need help. Okay. Right? So, like, what Alexis is doing is she's, I, she's identifying accounts of people. My other team is putting the counselors together. So, like, I am not a counselor. Okay. Like, right? Like, I, I, don't, I don't specifically practice mental health. Mm-hmm. as far as like licensed that's that's not my journey right my journey has been can i connect a to b how how can i make things easy man there's there's nine over nine million people in the state of texas that have medicare and medicaid and there's only thirty one thousand counselors so yeah. think about that yeah. nine million people versus thirty one thousand if everybody saw 40 people a week did a 40-hour work week but that doesn't even put a dent in the population of people that need help. Yeah. So where where I came into the business was, okay, we gotta generate revenue, we gotta we gotta grow the business. I love healthcare because healthcare it gives me the ability to do well by doing well for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right. So like if I take care of people, I know I'm gonna have a successful career. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's always driven me with healthcare and I've loved it. Yeah. Right, so if we do a great job at what we do every single day, we're having an impact on the community. Mm-hmm. And not only that, I'll be able to have a future. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to change the socioeconomic status of the way I grew up to here. Set a different standard for my nieces, my cousins, my family. Right? Like and that's just the kind of the way that I've always that I approach it. But you know, when I listen to Alexis, when I listen to the operations team, the recruiting team, the ref cycle team, the clinical team, it's all about them and what they say. And am I doing my job to give you the resources that you need to accomplish the goal? The The goal is like we want people to be more comfortable in their social setting. Yeah, How can I help you thrive more socially? How can I help you thrive more economically, health-wise, all those things? We just want to give them the resources. Yeah. I want to talk to you about something, something kind of heavy real quick. Um, oh, shit. I wanted you to talk about the importance of men reaching out for help because, you know, as men, you know, we're prideful motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, sometimes it's hard for us to admit, like, yo, I need, I need to talk to somebody. I need some help, uh, especially being in a minority, you know, household. You're taught to be tough. Suck that shit up. You know, don't show your emotions. Yeah. You know, you know, Latinos, you know, let's say you got the machismo. You got to have the machismo. Machismo. Yeah. Machismo about that. There you, you go. Know. Uh, you know, I ain't no Sancho. <laughs> I, I can be. <laughs> you said uh, Sancho. <laughs> I'm dead. You know what that is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sancho. Uh, yeah, you're Sancho. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyways, you know, 
perfect example uh old boy that was on ellen you know that you know killed himself what was his name uh twitch mm, my gosh I hated um that. yeah you know people you people you think have it together really don't necessarily ha- mm-hmm. have it together so what is your message to men you know just saying hey it's okay 100 percent, dude and i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a little backstory on that because that's what hit home for me so i told you i've only been working in this space for a year and a half my 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 background is just operations get good people get processes like we can go run a fucking pet smart if we want to right Mm so when i come here the one of the first places i went to was a assisted living facility in denton texas bro i go there right and we're drinking wine i'm we're playing bingo we're having fun this, old, this man comes in in his chair, starts bumping people, starts being, like, he's just being rude. And the MA or the nurse, she said, oh, that's just Johnny being Johnny. And I'm like, nah, that ain't Johnny being Johnny. Like, what's up? Yeah. So I go chop it up with Johnny, bro. In a 45-minute period, bro, I get, like, two words in. My wife died. My kid moved me here from Arkansas. My kid gets a job and leaves to Vegas. They took my car keys away. I don't get to get my own groceries. I don't get to play the guitar for my grandkids no more. I don't I don't host the barbecues. Mm. What do you think the number one reason is that men in that situation, when they get older, that they would want to see counseling? Mm-hmm. When it, it, Old man, why do you think he would want counseling? Yeah. It's tough. Uh. Loss of autonomy. Mm. The, the inability to be able to be that dude. Independent. To be that, that the man of the household. It, with women, it's it, they want they want at that age they want counseling because their husband usually dies first. Mm-hmm. When the women dies first, that motherfucker's health tanks, bro. He stops taking his meds, stops going to doctor's appointment. But it's the loss of autonomy for men, not being able to be him. Yeah, I am him. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you start losing that. And what I would tell all these dudes, man, is like, we ain't got to be that tough, man. Yeah. Like, we don't like, mm-hmm. man. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather love you and hug you than anything else. Yeah. And, bro, like you said earlier, when you do your words of affirmation, I love it because you're connecting to everybody. We all got a battle. Our battles are different. And like, this may hurt me a little bit. You poke me with a needle, it may hurt me a little bit. I poke Alexa with a needle, it may kill her. There's something that pokes her, don't hurt her. Pokes me, it hurts me to yeah. to the T. Bro, and I've had to choose over the last few months. I choose to be happy. And when I'm when I'm talking to people, when I'm working with people, I'm choosing to see the good in them because, dude, you never know. And all I can tell y'all is, bro, we, we here. We talking about it. This kind of shit is dope. Yeah. You think about, like, Simone Biles. Her coming out and saying, I'm not going to do the Olympics. And her speaking up, Kevin Love, DeMar DeRozan, when these figures are speaking about this stuff, it allows our generation to start this dialogue. We just met another podcast doing the same thing. Not the same thing, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, willing to have these conversations. Man, at the end of the day, I think we're all just going to be vulnerable hugging because we're we're, yeah. we're making this happen. <laughs> we're making it happen. And you just never know, like, what certain things can trigger people. Like, you know, like, I've seen people that are getting really depressed because they've seen people in relationships and they're not in relationship. They, they they can really depress somebody, you know, really put them down, especially, you know, uh, you know, around holidays and stuff like that. People don't have their loved ones. That, can, that loss of not feeling complete, because a lot of people take relationships or family members, 
you know that that's a big important part to people's lives yeah having that 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 connect the connection to another person whether yeah. it be a family a love yeah. or, or whatever friendship yeah. and people you know who may not have that they relate that to their life like okay i don't have this in my life so i don't think but see, yeah. 100% agree man i'm talking to my homeboy the other day and you know he's going through a transition and i'm like yo you need to do this you need to update your linkedin you need to update your resume and he's like shut the fuck up he's like bro i just want to know that you love me mm. he's like i just want to know you got my back like that's all i need right now and sometimes i think it's like there's a lot of pressure on us right whether it, for men right whether it's a uh, we gotta we gotta have the the financial the backing of the relationship we 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 have to to be the, the strong front yeah. but shit we also gotta have the outlet to be able to communicate and i think that comes from your circle yeah and being able to have those healthy relationships like shit man i got two guys man i'll i'll, I'll cry like i washed a notebook with them <laughs> like probably like once a month we do that <laughs> like, uh, you know what i mean but uh, I, I think like for me the advice that i got where i was not being a good friend yeah was being critical and like giving advice instead of just being like bruh i love you dog do you think that's like natural for men and y'all's instinct to feel like you have to fix i i think for if you uh, go ahead <laughs> I, I think for men it's like man i'm trying to big dick swing yeah for sure it, it, it's always it's beating it, energy all the time it, it's, you know? it's, 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 okay. a, it's a competitive thing like like yeah. you never want to oh, okay. like because because like you you we I heard this quote from uh, Marlon Brando the other day. He was like, everybody's an actor. Yeah. Because everybody you meet is putting on their best self. Everybody you meet is in an interview for the best job they ever wanted. They're putting up the best things on their resume. They're not over here saying, okay, uh, I deal with depression. My my, my mom's an alcoholic. Um, uh, my girlfriend broke up with me and cheated on me, but I'm, I'm scared to tell my best friends that because now I'm the one that looks stupid. Mm. Right? Like, so, 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 but... For, but when Marlon Brando said that, like everybody's an actor, yeah. we're all acting because we're always putting on our best face. Uh, and when crazy. when you can be able to have relationships with people and feel vulnerable and feel one hundred percent loved, mm -hmm. I think that's so healthy. To where you, I can have that outlet and not feel judged or feel that masculinity masculinity on me. Yeah. But here's the thing, though, like we live in a civilization where people are afraid to be vulnerable because mm -hmm. they're afraid of being judged, which I feel like everyone at some point, you need to be vulnerable. Yeah. You, you have to, at some point you absolutely have to. And back to what you were asking about men. Yeah. It's, it's in our nature. Like if you really about that and you really want to be him say I'm him like that, like I feel like I ain't trying to brag on myself. I feel like I want to be him. I am him. Yeah. And so naturally you want to fix everything around you. Why do you think, you have quote unquote Captain Save a Hose, quote unquote. <laughs> Hate to use a term, but yeah. Yeah. men want to fix that, especially if it's like a woman they're into. Mm -hmm. They want to save her. Yeah. They want to be her hero. They want to be her rescuer. Mm -hmm. They want to be her provider. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. what we were. Our DNA was meant to be him. Like yeah. if you're a true man, you're true alpha. Yeah. Everyone gets that word twisted up. Alpha, alpha is being him. Mm -hmm. That's what an alpha is. Okay, yeah. and ain't you acting like no. You are naturally him. Like, you're a naturally born leader. If you are a real man, and yeah. you're taught right, you are a naturally born leader. And part of being a leader is you want to make sure everything around in your circle is going right. Mm -hmm. A1. Even if it's something that's like indirectly, if your friend's life ain't shit, 
you know, if you ain't import taking like, yo, bro, you need to get your shit together, bro. You're not him. You're not an alpha. If everyone around you is suffering and you're doing okay, what the fuck, what, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Exactly. Yeah. What is wrong yeah. with you? 100%. Like, it's, always, it's just us as men, we are meant to be, we are meant to fix. Yeah. We are meant to build, you know, people may think I may say some fucked up shit, but, you know, God created the man to be the, be the head for a reason. No, I agree. All right? Yeah. And, I am not trying to be a you know feminist or anything like that or a masculine whatever whatever the term is. It's your beliefs. God made man first for a reason. Mm-hmm. Then he made a woman to be a companion for man. We came from the rib. You came from our rib. <laughs> You're supposed to be our support. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be our help. Mm-hmm. Help us get through. I'm having a tough day. You should be like, baby, I, I can tell you having a, a tough day. Mm-hmm. Let me help get you through that. Mm-hmm. And I, and no matter, everybody, somebody's gonna twist this. I know they are. Hey, do what you do. You take this message as it's you okay. want to, yeah. but. You know, that's why we were, God made man first for a reason. Okay. Mm-hmm. And as men, we have to make sure one, our other man is okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I say you're my brother and I'm not checking in on you mm-hmm. and I, I know something is going on with you and I'm not saying anything about that. What makes me? Yeah. yeah. It just it ain't right, bro. But as a man, a real man, you know what you need to do. Mm-hmm. You know what you do. But sometimes it's not, it's, it's, it's not, it's not a shame for asking for help. Yeah. Don't let, you know, the, the Bible says pride comes before destruction. Uh-huh. So don't let your pride cost you. Yeah. But, yeah. But, see, but see, that goes back to it. Like, you can still be an alpha and be vulnerable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, like, 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 like I am him, but yeah. I am depressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I do need to be hugged. Like, my girlfriend make fun of me because I like to be the little spoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's what it is. But, uh, like, I, I am still him. Yeah, I am still him when I wake up, mm-hmm. you know, and and being being more conscious of that with your friend group, mm-hmm. whoever your team is, yeah, you know, you see something off, bro, you better say something, yeah, for sure. and, and and just just be there, talk to them, be a resource in whichever way, and sometimes it is just saying, hey, let me get you out your circle for a second, yeah. bro, let's go play some golf, yeah. let's 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 go do something, let's talk, what's up, let's go have let's go have some tortillas and tacos with your mama. Yeah, right. I, I couldn't imagine like the I couldn't imagine the pressure that it probably is mentally. I literally couldn't imagine it as a woman. I don't know what that would even feel like to be a man and and to know that you like you're the provider, you're the fixer. Like you, yeah. that's a lot of pressure, which is crazy to say, because then I thought about, OK, so what about women? And it's kind of like the same, like with women walking down the street in your safety. You know, like men are probably more secure walking down the street versus a woman walking. If when I leave here, walking to my car, if I was walking alone, so it's like we have we face these different, you know, these opposites that we have because of our gender, and it's the same pressure there. You, you just don't understand. So, I mean, I think having these conversations and putting it out in the world so that women can understand that men have so much pressure to have it. To, to be the provider, to have it all together. And you're like you said, I, that's why I asked the question, do you feel like you have to, to fix? Like if, if somebody were to come to you and they they need help, they need advice, like Nick said, he was trying to, you know, he was trying to fix the problem rather than just listen. What, when it, if maybe if it would have been a woman he asked, the woman would have been like, okay, yeah, I'm here crying on my shoulder. But, you, you know, you're like, hey, you can do this and this and this and fix it. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but I'm, I'm just saying like, like it, it's, it's really, I think it's really important to have these conversations because men do have a lot of pressure there when I can, you said you're, you know, my girl, 
not that his girlfriend cheated on him, but like a guy saying my girlfriend cheated on me. I hope not. <laughs> no, yeah, but like a, we wouldn't be together. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a guy saying my girlfriend cheated on me and having to deal with my friends, this and that. When it, when a guy cheats on a girl, that's the first thing we do. We tell everybody the guy cheated, you know, it's like so opposite. It's crazy. It, it was so, so as a, okay. So I, I work with you pretty closely. I see you as a, as an alpha female. Mm-hmm. So like whenever you're dating like a man, like how do you do like do you like succumb to letting him be the alpha? Like how do you like the dichotomy of that relationship? I think it's gonna take an alpha alpha. <laughs> Boy, well, what does that even mean? What does that mean? <laughs> last last week if you listened to their to our episode or a couple weeks ago. Ray pointed out, I, I I tweeted, like, I have a list of things where, like, my future husband is going to be, and there's, like, 20 million No pressure, there. guys. No pressure, guys. <laughs> but I know that I know, and I, I, I actually, I, I think about this, like, often. I do want to be married and have kids one day. So I think about, like, the position that the man is going to be in, and I do a lot. And I manage a lot, and my schedule is full. I just got an assistant today. Shout out, Lauren. <laughs> um, but they're going to have to be okay with me being an alpha. So I don't know. What does that look like? I don't know. I guess I'll find out when I find out. I'm going to comment on that one second. <laughs> Have you dated an alpha? I am the alpha. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, my yeah, alpha no. trumps that alpha. Uh, so you're the That's alpha. alpha. <laughs> but before, before, before I'm on that... You were saying something earlier. I, yeah, I wanted to say yeah, something. Yeah. I, I, I remembered you were talking about you couldn't imagine being in a man's shoes. Yeah, yeah. There is a video out there of this woman. She went undercover as a man for like uh, like two years or whatever. And I think she ended up killing herself. She didn't realize oh my gosh, all I the pressures. I, what was it? Did she kill herself? Wow. I, I can remember. Took a left turn. That's, that yeah. took a left turn. <laughs> because she realized like, yeah. wow, I didn't realize all the pressures of what it was to being she leave like a note or something like I, I, don't, I don't i think i'm saying this wrong i think she killed herself i want to say she did but i gotta google it up and I, I, i'll post she, it it was exploited that she she understood the pressure of she man. understood the pressure yeah. of a man and she's like wow i and people don't understand that people don't understand that but i just want to say that one comment but i'll find it and i'll send the link to y'all but yeah. you'll know when you're with alpha you oh, know, you know. You yeah. don't know what you're I don't want to I want to be I want to be protected and provided and 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 the little spoon. Like I want to feel safe and protected. No. So Can I tell yeah. you something I've done? I don't I didn't mean to mean it as an alpha. It's just who I am as a person. I don't ask women to be my girlfriend. I tell them when they're my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you can laugh, but I hey, love it's, it. like, hey, it's true. Hey, hey we, so, to, if we together. If you say no, I no, will no. find you. I mean, no, no, it ain't from even a like woman's that. perspective, it's like, okay. <laughs> no, it's like it's you know I'll say some shit like yo, how does it feel being my girl? Yeah, and I don't they, ask you. And they like, probably like that shit. Like, well, I guess it feels fucking good, <laughs> it feels good right? Like finally, yeah. I'm waiting. <laughs> I was like, why am I gonna ask? What's what's the point of me asking? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we've been doing whatever this we're doing for like X a period of time. Like, why am I gonna ask you? Yeah. And if it's I, not I mean, meant to be, the woman will say yeah something. Yeah, yeah. The day will hint. A woman will. And you kind of know though. You 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 know. That's why I hate those like proposals when people do it publicly and the girl says, no, I'm like, bro, you had to know it wasn't happening about that, bro. You had to know, bro. That, that makes, it kind of makes me feel sad, too. Like, there was one, there was this kid, he asked his girl, like, basically on, like, homecoming to prime with him and, like, everybody was out of school. Like, yeah, yeah. And she, she was like, like, nope. I was like, damn. See, that, see that's she cold. She could have me to the side. See, like, that's cold. So, like, if it's that public, like, if I'm her, I'm like, yes. <laughs> Oh All right, gosh. yes. And then I'm like, I'm going to pull this motherfucker to yeah. the side like, bro, no. Like, yeah. motherfucker, like, 
That's fucked up. I have a funny story. See, that, that's mental health. That poor kid. Where's yeah. he at? Do you know? Because we can get some counseling for him. I'll show you the video. I got the video saved oh, or whatever. It's up. just like, but at the same time, people say, well, you know, he shouldn't have asked in public. I mean, if he didn't know that. <laughs> because he should have known. You know what you know. You know what you know. See, that's a lack of self-awareness, bro. <laughs> but, you know, that's a lack true, of self-awareness. But sometimes, bro, I can tell you. It's true. I fumbled so many women yeah. because... There were so many women that were into me, like into me, into me, okay. into me for everything, like me, just me and being me. At a time in my life, I wasn't into, I wasn't focused. There was a time in my life I wasn't focused on that. I was focused on getting the bag. Or there was a time in life where I was a hoe. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. I was a fucking hoe. We all had a party. We all had a hoe. I was just partying every fucking weekend or whatever. And I was just, you know, I was just experiencing. I'm here for life. a good time, not for a long time, you know? Yeah. yeah. But. Looking back at it, look at it, and Facebook memories is the worst. Oh, oh my it, gosh. it pops and up all Snapchat. that shit. I realized, like, damn, yep, that person was definitely into me, like heavy, like, and I was just oblivious to it, bro. Oh. There's times you would be so caught up in something else, yeah. you're oblivious sometimes to the things around you. Yeah. So has that mindset shifted for you? Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. Way for sure. Yeah. I'm I'm old now, bro. It's you know <laughs> that black it's all crack, about, baby. It's all about getting them acres and that dog and them deeds there and them cars go. and them yeah. you know, the properties, you know. You I know, still want that jacket. A visa, you know, traveling to a visa, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Cabo, Greece. Yeah. You know, I'm yes. trying to be like Drake and you know, DJ Khaled. Come <laughs> <laughs> with me. Mexi Drexy. But anyways, you know, let, let's add some fun shit real quick and we're we gonna right. wrap this bad boy up. You know, this is some you know, something we do on the show. It's called well, it is called. It is well, called. Slow down. We just want to get to know you. This is where I ask you some random questions off the rip. I don't know where I'm going with these questions. We're just going to go in front of Jardy, all right? L- Slow down segment is brought to you by Lyrically Correct. This is a music trivia card game. If you think you're Lyrically Correct, go to lyricallycorrect.com. Put in promo code RayRay and get 20% off your copy of Lyrically Correct. So, Nick, first off, before we, we get any further, where you want people to find you on social media, find the companies, shout all that stuff out for me. Yeah, uh, AssureSource.com. That's our that's our website. You could uh, see us at AssureSource on Instagram. My Instagram is Nick underscore CEO underscore AssureSource. That's where you can find us. But, uh, yeah, we're not hard to find, baby. 972-233-1010. Facts, facts, facts. All right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, say for instance, I'm, I'm a music, I'm, 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 uh, I'm a movie producer, writer, director, and I want to make the Nick movie, okay? Who do you want to star as you in this movie? Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fast. I'm very kind of concerned about how fast. Bro, I got called Mark Wahlberg the other day. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, t- I'll stick that one. Because either Mark Wahlberg or Pitbull. I'm, I'm not doing the Pitbull thing. Not happening. You get to pick whoever take, you I'll t- want. I'll take Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Marky Mark. You really answered that really fucking fast. I'm kind of. I'm not. I'm slightly concerned. I can see it. I'm not lying, bro. I literally got told this a couple times this last week. Mark Mark Wahlberg energy. That was the best compliment I had. I was like, I can see it. Before that, it was just Pitbull. I'm like, no. I I get it. I don't don't see the Pitbull. No, I don't either. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Actually, maybe if you shave the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Okay, okay so never, anyway, so so so, so in your mind, what's my celebrity look like? Hold on, let me see if I have some sunglasses in here. Hold on. Let's, let's see oh my see. gosh, <laughs> some sunglasses on here. Okay, <laughs> cover. Let's 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 cover the hair up. Hold on, hold on. Oh my God! <laughs> I could see it. I can see it a little bit. I can see it a little bit. I I I can see it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Oh yeah, yeah, gosh. that was quick. Okay. The energy, though, for sure. <laughs> All right. So, earlier you mentioned a notebook. Okay. 
are you a rom-com guy? Because I'm a rom-com guy. I like rom-comedies and little movies like that, all right? I am. Top five rom-com or, you know, little romantic flicks. What are your top five? Okay, Fifty First Dates. I love me some Adam Sandler. That's great. Since I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna keep going on the Adam Sandler thing. Wedding Singer. Come on now. You got you. I don't even know if this is a rom com, but I'm gonna throw it in there. Wedding Crashers. That's fucking a great movie. It's a fucking goddamn. Where's dude. the meatloaf, mom? Mo- you motorboating son of a bitch. <laughs> dude, <laughs> hey, are we gonna <laughs> motorboat? Right now? You motorboat son of a bitch. Go for speed or comfort. <laughs> All right. Uh, so okay, that's three. Um, shit. I mean, you put me on the spot. Uh, Titanic. No, I'm just kidding. That's uh, a good one. That's not a rom com. Oh, Rose yeah, is trash. She had room for Jack. Dude, bro, that's bullshit. She yeah. absolutely had. Fucking she had room <laughs> for Jack. So fucked up, bro. It's like at least do like like rotate. Like let's take turns. I yeah, agree. Like, nope. She was like, not no. a ride or die. No, no she, she was not. not. She, she was, was not. She was bourgeoisie. She was selfish. Yeah, all about was. herself. You know? She was. There's a lot of room. Jeez. All right, you got you got to throw some of these at Alexis. <laughs> Hold on, yeah, well, I think you got one more. Hold so on, you got to help me with. We got one. Yeah, one more. We got five rom coms. You got uh, five. What's the one with Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis? Mm. Uh, just just friends? friends. Just friends. That's a good one. There you go. No, um, it's just no, no, no. It's like and then friends. how to lose a man. No, I think it's friends. With, is it friends with benefits? Friends with benefits. Is that what it was? Or yeah, yeah, friends, it's friends yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Like Y'all know that. what I'm talking about. One Justin Timberlake is like, he's like the white version of Childish Gambino. He's great. They are so talented in so many aspects. Uh, and then the fifth one would have to be How to Lose a Guy in 10, ten days. days. Yeah. There you go. There's my five. I like Think and, Like and a Man. And they're probably not even top five. Those are the first five that I can okay. think of. Yeah. Think Like a Man. And and, and Think Like a Man, too, with the, the Kevin Hart ones. And even the Medea movies. Miss Loretta. <laughs> hey, bro. That, Ready for hey, the rest of the tour. I, I, I am not going to lie. That Think Like a Man cypher they dropped on the BET Awards with Kevin Hart and Nelly. And chocolate dude, bro. dropper. Bro, chocolate <laughs> drop. Yo, that motherfucker could. I'm going to put these paws. I'm about to put these paws on you. <laughs> that motherfucker makes me laugh. Okay. All right, so uh, yeah, I love the Medea movies, too. All the Medea movies. They're so good. Stop that right now. <laughs> Stop that right I now. I love Medea. it. You're just a trash, bro. No, no. really. Medea's oh, hilarious. I love. Yeah, I love Medea. Maybe it's because we just think that because we're Mexican. Like black <laughs> people, like just secretly hate Medea. Uh, yeah. What's 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 what, the deal? Like like we don't like George Lopez. Y'all love George Lopez. <laughs> we hate Medea. We love Medea. Y'all don't like Medea. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, it's just like mm. I don't like George Lopez. That's so funny. I well, hate I, George Lopez. It's <laughs> a dick. <laughs> All right, what we got? We got. I think we had two more or something. What rom coms? Yeah. No, she's only had two. She needs three. Uh oh, gosh. Okay. Um, mm, that's a good one. Honestly, like, well, Step Brothers is not really a rom com, but that's like my favorite it's movie. Definitely ever. not a rom com. It's it's my favorite but, movie ever. There movie. is no. some. There is some some love scene. It's a rom com between the Step Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I get. It. I love when they go for the hug at the end, and they're like, it's awkward. <laughs> See, okay. Um. John oh. Stamos. I like Fifty First Dates. <laughs> Do we become best friends? Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite. Um, <laughs> now I'm thinking all stuff. Really. I like Fifty First Dates. I like Adam Sandler too. Um, and then what's what's the other one with with Scuba Steve? Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. No, 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 no. that's just that's a no. big, big daddy. daddy. Big Daddy. But that's not a that's rom-com. not a rom com. Yeah, it is. He no, it's not. him and him and the. <laughs> Okay, so that's not a true okay. rom-com. how do you define a rom com? Rom com has to be the there's two main characters. The, there's like a true love. There's no love story in Big Daddy. Yeah, there is. What that? Like, no, not, really. That's not a romantic no, love no. story. It's a rom com. It's a romantic. He can't have a romantic relationship with his kid. Okay. 
Um, Is that fair? Shoot. I don't really watch rom-com. So what did I say? What what, what have I said? You said so you like to be in one and two. Yeah. That's oh, two. Okay, so you did two. And you then, said 50 first dates. Yeah. I forgot. I'm not going to lie. No, no, no. And then she said big. She said step Yeah, she did. Yeah. And then big daddy. And <laughs> that didn't count. This is this is a tough one. Okay, what about um, uh, have y'all seen Bad Moms? That yes, those are rom coms. It's like five different I've women getting set up with men. Okay, all right. <laughs> What's the last one? Did they, all, did they all end up in love? Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, I they did. It it's so funny. Have y'all seen it? Y'all need to watch. Have y'all seen part of it? So because yeah. I'm assuming that on your podcast you've asked Magic this Mike. Question. That's no, the, that's my last first one. time I've asked this one. It's the first time I've ever. So asked then, this what question. are your top top five? I feel like you're gonna. Like, I said my last. Be one, like, uh, what's, so the, my, what, what's the one with Ty Diggs? Ty Diggs. Ty Diggs with the older lady. Oh, Stella got a groove back. Stella got a groove back. That's a wrong call. All right. So. Don't judge me. Oh, shit. My number one, I'm sorry, my number one, I think my favorite rom-com is, and I, I, I think I told her this, I, I texted her this one time, it's um, Crazy Stupid Love with Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, Kevin Bacon. It's a great, good, it's a great cast. That is a really great yeah. cast. That's probably my number one favorite rom-com. David Lynn Hawk and Cuckolding Me. <laughs> oh, so you're David Lynn Hawk. <laughs> that's, that's, that's one of my favorite I ones. could imagine what that green room, green room would look like, like being able to hang out with all those fuckers and personalities in one fucking room. Oh, yeah. so funny. Um, that, that just, it's, just a great, that's just a great movie. It's just like the story about it. Like, you know, so, I don't know. I hate to say it. Sometimes, some rom-coms, I can relate to certain characters, I feel like. Yeah. You know, just from life experiences. So Crazy Stupid Love is one of them. I have to say, Boomerang with Eddie Murphy, uh, Halle Berry, Robin Givens. Uh, that, that's 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 a great one. Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh yeah. I'm Elvis Snow. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> uh, that one. Um, fuck, I can't really think right now. Yeah. Um, Dude, when you said that one, what? Okay, what's the old movie with uh, Drew Barrymore when she goes back to high school? Never been kissed again, or never been or first kissed. I don't remember that. Do you know? You're, come no. on, you're old like me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Never been kissed. That's the movie. No, I don't know. that was. I'm trying to think what I, 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 I got. I got two more. I got two more. Um, I'm not saying it's my favorite, but if you haven't seen uh, you people on Netflix, I highly recommend one. Bro, watch that was kind of. It was kind of cringeworthy. Just <laughs> watch it. I never thought I'd be jealous, jealous of Jonah Hill, but I was. Bro, uh. Jonah. Hey, Jonah, put it down. I feel. Hey, you know what? Out of respect for Nipsey, yeah, Jonah's the best next guy. Yeah. Um, I got two more, and I can't think. I can think of. I guess you could do Coming to America. Technically, that's a rom com because he's looking for love. Mm-hmm. So I gotta put that one up there. Oh, I got one more. I'm trying to think. Um, I got one. It's a. It's kind of a. Um, it's it's a low budget movie. It's called um, Love for Sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stars Maya. Uh, this guy named Jackie Long. Uh, this old. Uh, actor's name was uh, Justin Weaver, uh, Justin Weaver, uh, Jason Weaver. Justin Bieber? No, Jason, Jason <laughs> Weaver. He was in a, he was the singing voice for Simba and uh, The Lion King. He also was, what else did he play? He was, you ever see ATL with, um, I loved ATL. He's the guy that did grills, okay. that did the grills for people in uh, the ATL movie. So he's in it. Maya, uh, Jackie Long, um, oh, what was the old video vixen? 
back in the day, what is her name? I can't think. She was a well-known video, video vixen. She was in a Yeah video with Usher, Little John. She's in it. Uh, it's a really good movie. Yeah. So those are my top five. I know it took forever for me to get that out, but <laughs> my top Hello. five. What about, uh, okay, something about Mary? That with was a Ben good Stiller one. and Carmen. Uh, that was a good was one. Cameron Diaz. Was that Ben Stiller? Ben Stiller. Yeah, that was Ben Cameron Stiller. Uh, that was pretty cool. I thought uh, it, I thought it was hilarious when she like wipes the gel up in her hair and it's actually semen. <laughs> and like her hair's like standing straight up. <laughs> so she was like, so he was jerking off before the date because he was like, I gotta bust this out. Like, <laughs> what's she supposed to do right? before the date? So, so he busts, his eyes closed, he busts, and he doesn't know where the sperm's at. So he's like, where the fuck did it go? And it's like hanging off his earlobe. And so Carmen is like, oh my God, you left some hair gel. So she grabs the <laughs> semen off his earlobe and then she goes like this. Bro, and then her fucking hair oh, just like standing no. straight up like a cone head when I they can't. go out on a date and he's just looking at it like, God damn, you got my semen in your hair. <laughs> I, I, I never knew that. I never it's, knew that. It's great rom com. Franks and Beans. Uh, I gotta go back and watch it now. But honestly, like I I like I like to watch the movies where the underdog wins. I love it. I love I love it when the underdog wins. So what's your favorite underdog movie? Rudy. Rudy had heart, man. That motherfucker had heart. I love that little motherfucker. That little motherfucker had heart. I don't know. I can't really think, but I just love it. Like, you know who I related? So you're not you're not the guy that roots for the bad guys in the movies. No, nah, man. Good. Uh, Me neither. I know this is a once upon a time, and I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. I never thought I'd say this out loud. Say it. Once upon a time, Talk I used me. to relate myself to Steve Urkel. I felt like I was Steve Urkel. Aww, dead that's ass, adorable. Steve, Steve was. But him. then I realized he was a simp. Kind of related, but for the longest, I was like, "Hey, what is simp? What does it stand for?" So instead of a pimp, well, I know, but what does it stand for? Something. Let me. Let I don't. It's not an acronym. This is the Urban Dictionary definition. This is my definition of what a simp. Okay, people get it twisted. People think someone being a gentleman is being a simp. That's not being a simp. That's just being a gentleman. A simp is. Say for instance, I'm into you, but you're not into me. Uh, and I'm pouring out my resources out, you know, just to get your affection okay. and do shit for you, and you are not even like you don't reciprocate. Have, you don't right. reciprocate that when you're doing this shit, you're going beyond, or like, you know, you know the guys that be on Instagram like, hey, beautiful, hey, lovely. <laughs> oh, those are simps. Those are fucking simps. Yeah. Okay, I, I show y'all I seen. I see. I show y'all seen a dude on like it was. It was on Instagram or social media where he like sued this lady for like a hundred million dollars for like. Uh, putting him in the friend zone after three years of talking, <laughs> bro. That's a motherfucking sue? simp. You can like that, that's a simp. It's like it's like, I'm, okay. I, yeah. It's like I'm giving you everything. You ain't giving me nothing back. But they don't stop yeah. chasing. Yeah, it's, you, it's, it's your fault. The, the plain definition: they suckers. <laughs> or if you if you basically if you try to trick to get a girl, that's simping. You suck. Uh, you okay, sucking. Okay, okay, okay. Yo, all right. You a sucker. I understand. Yeah, I know you don't like me, but girl, I'll take you out to fucking Miami. You know, let's go to my. You're simping. When you don't okay, know. simp. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, hey, I don't want to talk to you, but will you talk to me if I get you this Gucci bag? Yeah. I right, come to dinner with me. I got a bag for you. Simp. Yeah, yeah no, simping. Okay. Simpin'. All right. I learned. Yeah. I, I digress. But anyways, I used to relate myself to him. Like, you know, I feel. You know, what I'm saying. I feel like. I feel. Like, I don't know. I was a late bloomer. I guess that's what it was. I don't know. It's cool. Yeah. Hey, Here better, you are. Hey, better Look at you bloom, now. Look at you not. now. Can I get that jacket though? Look at you now. How do I do? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get you. You know what? Applause. <laughs> put this on record. We'll put this on record, and y'all can hold me accountable to this on Ray's podcast. I'm gonna buy Nick a jacket. <gasps> oh. No, you're not. Don't do that. I'm gonna buy you a jacket. Don't Ooh. do that. I'm gonna buy you a jacket. Now I'm taking you to baby dolls tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Those are where the simp's go because I learned a nah. new definition. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I don't do that. I'm gonna get you a jacket. No. Nah. I've already said it. 
The oh. word is final. All right, we'll we'll check I'm a, back. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a thirty. Check, check. I'm a thirty-eight short. Tune in. Okay. Tune in. I'm a, I got you. I got you. Tune in. I'm to, dead ass about that. Tune in to May twenty seconds podcast on Ray yeah. Ray's podcast. Yeah. So we're going to wrap this up because I think we, we going kind of long. I ain't going to lie. Okay. Uh, you gonna yeah, be hella, I got to go to a Galentine. You hella late for what? that shit. Is it um, you late? She, she they late. already know. Yeah, they already know. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> All right. I'm going to be there, so, though. So real quick, you know, in closing, I always, I always like to ask these last two questions. First one, what do you want people to take away from this podcast you did today? Secondly, if you can give any advice, it could be anything about any subject, what would you give to anyone? Shit, I'll start with the advice piece. Uh, the best advice that I can give to anybody at this point in time is is live in reality. Don't lie to yourself and don't lie to the people that live close to you. If you're going to make changes, you have to live in reality. What does that really look like? Don't don't put on this false false image, none of that bullshit. And so don't lie to the people that are around you and don't lie to yourself. So live in reality. Yeah. Um, second question was what I want to, people to take from this is, yeah. man, enthusiasm personality and the ability to be open to communicate can generate relationships so as you navigate your your life your career whatever the hell you're doing be open-minded don't judge people off the way you judge yourself and beautiful people will come around you facts facts you know make sure y'all follow these two people follow nick follow alexis i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna try it one time thank you i was about to ask you try it Nick Inhosa? Is it Inhosa? Yeah, that's good. Inhosa? That's good. Yeah. That's good. You said that better than Sancho. It's actually, <laughs> Inhosa, that's good. Inhosa? Inhosa? Inhosa. Like okay, Inhosa. 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 No mames. Y'all remember hey. the commercial hey. back in the day? Hey. I drank all hey, that. I don't have nothing tomorrow. I can't tell you if I had nothing more. Hold on, I got to do a little champy. Do it in the mic. You can hear it. Oh, I can't. Real quick. Oh, oh she's doing it now. Oh, okay. Real quick. I don't know if you remember that commercial back in the day. It was like a Taco Bueno commercial. Taco Cabana? No, it was a Taco Bueno. They had the little dude like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember that. Oh, the burrito. Muchacho. I feel like those, those were. Racist. I feel like those little fuck, hand bro. things, though. Those the, little, fucking, the, the fucking chihuahua in. on Taco Bell. The ghetto Taco Bell. Yeah. That was racist. Thank y'all. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Cheers. Yo, this is Ray Race Podcast with another episode. Make sure you like and subscribing. You know, following us. And you know, I always got to end with some positive words too. So, you know, get your swag on in. Tell yourself, I will boss up physically. Ooh. Yes. I will boss up mentally. Talk to me. I will boss up spiritually. Let's go. I will boss up financially. E. Invest in yourself. It mm-hmm. is your boy Ray. And we are out. We there. Hey. Get money all day, get money all night. Hey. Get money all day, get money all night. Sip my drink, hold